Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Okay, so while we're building the audience, let me tell you guys how the game is played, okay? What I want you to do is either get a piece of paper, there's going to be three rounds of three questions with a bonus question at the end, and you can play along as you go. You're going to write down the answers. We're going to do three rounds, I'm going to ask three questions, multiple choice, and then you guys can write down the answer, then I'm going to double back and give you the answers for each round. That's it. There's no wacky scoring system. There are no um, apps to download. There's nothing. There's just me and you, and you guys are playing. You can either play alone, or you can go get somebody in your apartment or in your house, sit on the couch, sit on the duvet, sit on a chair, sit on a beanbag, whatever makes you happy. And then you guys can play against each other. See who wins basically it. You do your own scorekeeping. I don't keep score. You guys do your own scorekeeping. So, everybody got all that? Good. Here we go. Do your own scoring. It's multiple choice. It's all pop culture, entertainment, movie, and TV trivia. And the point values are based on the number question that I'm doing. Question number one, one point. Question number two, two points. And then at the end of each round, I'll give you a second to do some math. Okay. Are you ready? Round one! Here we go. Round number one. Question number one. Multiple choice. Here is your question. What decade was Lord of the Rings published? Here are your four choices. A. 1940s. B. 1950s, C, 1960s, or D, you guessed it, 1970s. I'll read each question twice. I will not give you the answers until the end of the third question. Question number one, what decade was Lord of the Rings published? A, 1940s, B, 1950s, C, 1960s, and D, 1970s. Which one of those, which decade, was Lord of the Rings published. And when I do circle back, I will give you a fun fact. Because trivia is supposed to be fun. Alright, got your answers down. Moving on, two more questions to go. And then I'll circle back and give you guys the answers. Question number two. Which of the following films had the highest number of on-screen deaths? Alright, which of the following films had the highest number of on-screen deaths? Deaths. That's a fun question. A. Saving Private Ryan. B. Starship Troopers. C. Rambo. Or D. Titanic. I'll read each question twice. Which of the following films had the highest number of on screen deaths? A. Saving Private Ryan. B. Starship Troopers. 
C, Rambo, or D, Titanic? Make your guess now. If you are leaving me a comment, you can leave a comment if you want. I'll be more than happy to read your comments. I, I like reading comments. And I'll read them after the fact. I can't read them now because, you know, doing trivia. All right, you got that? One more question to go. And then I will circle back and give you the answers and a fun fact for each answer. Question number three. You guys ready? Here we go. Boom. What Texas city did Beyonce grow up in? She grew up in a Texas city. She was born and raised in Texas. Name the Texas city where Beyonce grew up. A. Austin. B. Dallas, C, Houston, or D, El Paso. Which one of those four was Beyonce born and raised? Is it A, Austin, it's all in Texas. A, Austin, D, Dallas, C, Houston, or D, El Paso. Which one of those four did Beyonce grow up in? Write down your answers now. Here are the answers! Alright, you guys ready? Alright, so here you go. Question number one. Now remember, you guys are doing your own scorekeeping. Question number one is worth one point. Here's your question. Decade, Lord of the Rings was published. Here's your answer. The answer is B, the 1950s. Alright, so that was one point B, the 1950s. Fun fact, Lord of the Rings. Christopher Lee uh, was said to have read the Lord of the Rings trilogy every year of his life until he passed away in 2015. Trivia question right there. When did Christopher Lee pass away? Uh, Lee was also the only person involved um, with the Lord of the Rings films who actually met Tolkien. He met him uh, by chance at a bar at Oxford. Just imagine how cool that conversation must have been. So yeah, he was the only guy uh, to meet. Mr. Tolkien, Tolkien, let's call the whole thing off. Moving on, question number two. This one's going to be worth two points. So if you got the first one right, that was one point. Second one, two points. Question number two. Which of the following films have the highest number of on-screen deaths? The answer, that would be D, Titanic. You want to guess how many? 307 on-screen deaths. We're not going to count whatever happened off screen. I don't even know. But yeah, Titanic had 307 on screen. Here's your fun fact about that. So it's impossible to imagine um, the film without uh, Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio. But rumor has it that they were not the first choices uh, for their characters. Get this. Gwyneth Paltrow and Matthew McConaughey were reportedly in talks to star uh, before things fell through. So, insert your Matthew McConaughey jokes in there as well. Um, James Cameron, uh, let's see here. With that said, don't expect James Cameron to reveal the truth. He said, uh, quote, I will neither confirm nor deny that. So, I don't know. But hey, listen, you know, 307 on-screen deaths, so they, you know, Matthew McConaughey dodged the bullet. So that was two points, if you got that one correct. You're only a first round. we got two more rounds to go. Moving on to question number three. Name the Texas city. This will be for three points. Name the Texas city that Beyonce grew up in. The answer. That would be C. 
Houston, or for you Superman 2 fans, the planet Houston. <clears throat> so yeah, she, uh, she grew up in Houston, Houston, Texas, so that would be three points if you got that right, so mark down three points for yourself. Fun fact, um, Beyonce's first pregnancy announcement at the end of her performance of Love on Top during the 2011 VMAs on MTV earned the Guinness Book of World Records title for the most tweets per second. There were 8,868 tweets after she announced her pregnancy, so there you go. Alright guys, so there you go, that was your first round. I'm going to get a drink over here. Keep my beer off to the side. So, um, it was one point for question number one, two points for two, three points for three, so do your math right now. Hopefully you did what you did well. Round two! Alright, moving on. You're round number two. We're doing entertainment trivia. Multiple choice. I read the three questions, right? Multiple choice. You choose. And then we'll go back and I'll give you the answer. Moving on. Question number one. Round number two. Which Looney Tunes character was introduced first? Which Looney Tunes character was introduced first? Was it A, Daffy Duck, B, Porky Pig, C, Elmer Fudd, or D, Bugs Bunny? Boom. Looney Tunes character for one point. Which one was named? Which one was um, introduced first? Was it A. Daffy Duck, B. Porky Pig, C. Elmer Fudd, or D. Bugs Bunny? Write down your answers. Okay, two more questions, and then I will circle back and give you guys the answers. And a fun fact, because it's good to know things. All right, here we go. Question number two. Which Indiana Jones movie has won the most Oscars? Which Indiana Jones movie has won the most Oscar Oscars? Oscars? Have you heard of the Oscars? They're kind of like the Oscars, only they're on the lower cable channels. Which Indiana Jones movie has won the most Oscars? Here we go. A. Raiders of the Lost Ark. B. Temple of Doom. C. Last Crusade. Or D. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Which one of those four have won the most Oscars. A. Raiders of the Lost Ark. B. The Temple of Doom. C. The Last Crusade. Junior. Or D. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Boom. Which one of those four, for two points, won the most Oscars? Write down your answers. Give you a second. While I take a sip of my beer. I invite you to drink along responsibly, whatever you're drinking. Quarantine, so we do whatever we want. I'll make a trivia drinking game, that'd be fun. Moving on, question number three. This will be worth three points, because it's question number three. Which of the following musical artists do not have a song featured on the soundtrack of Guardians of the Galaxy number one? first film in the series. Which of the following musical artists do not have a song featured on the soundtrack of Guardians of the Galaxy? Here are your choices. A. Cheap Trick. B. Jackson 5. C. David Bowie. Or D. The Runaways. If you don't know who any of these people are, you're probably under 40. Which of the following musical artists do not have a song featured on the soundtrack of Guardians of the Galaxy? A. 
first first A, Cheap Trick. B, Jackson Five. C, David Bowie. Or D, The Runaways. Write down your answer. Remember your answer. Tattoo it on your friend. Just make sure they're okay with this. All right, you guys good? All right. Round number two. Here are the answers. Here we go, folks. Here are your answers. Question number one. Which Looney Tunes character was introduced first? The answer. That's B. Porky Pig. Porky the Pig was the first Looney Tunes character ever introduced. That would be worth one point. Here's your fun fact. The character was introduced in the short film I Haven't Got a Hat, which was first released on March 2nd, 1935. Uh, directed by Frizz Freeling, studio head Leon Schlesinger suggested that Freeling do a cartoon version of the popular Our Gang films, Little Rascals. Uh, Porky um, only has a minor role in the first one, uh, but Porky quickly became popular. Now, his name, Porky, Porky Pig, came from two brothers who were childhood classmates of Freeling named Porky and Piggy. So there you go. Alright, 1935, first Looney Tunes character was Porky Pig. Moving on, that was worth one point. Question number two for two points. Now, these points are cumulative, just so you know. So. Your first round, whatever you got, add it to this round, yada yada. Moving on, question number two. Which Indiana Jones movie has won the most Oscars? The answer, that would be A, Raiders of the Lost Ark, which was the first one. It's strange, I've been noticing now, because when I first saw it, it was just called Raiders of the Lost Ark, right? But now when you see them on digital, they're called Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. So I guess go in line with all the others. Here's a fun fact for you. So that was worth two points if you got that right. Um, producer George Lucas. Have you heard of him? Made a few things. Uh, he first told director Steven Spielberg, another indie filmmaker, about his idea for Raiders of the Lost Ark when they were both on a vacation in Hawaii in May of 1977. Star Wars was coming out that weekend. Um, and George Lucas was actually afraid that the movie would bomb at the box office. <laughs> so, um, but the film, of course, you know, broke the bank that weekend and continued on to just make quadrillions of dollars, uh, which prompted the two to ponder what they wanted to do next. So Spielberg told Lucas that he always wanted to make a James Bond film. Lucas promised him that he, he had that beat um, and proceeded to lay out his idea for a swashbuckling throwback adventure movie based on the Saturday matinee serials that would eventually become Raiders of the Lost Ark. So, amazing, right? Lucas actually thought that Star Wars would bomb, which, when Star Wars first came out, it would it actually broke the mold of science fiction films, because by, before then, every science fiction film was just ended really weirdly or had weird synthesizer, mooc synthesizer music in the background, and, and, and it wasn't really an adventure. And if you look at it, Star Wars is kind of like a fighter pilot movie done as a science fiction movie. So they kind of mixed and matched both genres, and then they kind of carry that over into other stuff. But, you know, they're billionaires, so God bless them. All right, so those were two points if you got that, man. Moving on to question number three. This is going to be for three points. The last question in round number two, and then we'll move on to the final round. 
Which of the following musical artists do not have a song featured on the soundtrack for Guardians of the Galaxy? The first one, the answer... That would be A. Yep, Cheap Trick. Cheap Trick, if you're a fan of Cheap Trick. There you go. One of the members of Cheap Trick, actually, for the last couple of years that I worked as a writer for Cracked Magazine, Cracked was kind of like Mad, kind of like the bastard cousin of Mad Magazine, and I wrote for them for like 15 years. The final couple of years, uh, Rick Nielsen uh, from Cheap Trick actually ran it. So that was kind of cool. Um, fun fact for this. That was, there were three points if you got it. Jason Momoa, some people may know him, uh, best known for playing um, Cal Drogo as well as uh, Aquaman in Game of Thrones, was actually set to star as Drax in the movie, but he dropped out. Dave Bautista took it over. Um, he did that because he didn't want to be typecast as a giant warrior man. Instead, um, you know, of course, he started in Aquaman and a few other things. So, even before that, I think he was even he was he was in one of the Stargate series uh, as well. So he was like, I don't want to do this anymore, and that's what happened. But he's actually a pretty funny guy if you check him out. All right, so there you go, folks. That was um, three points. If you got that one, round three. All right, guys, so have you done the math? All right. Here's your final round. And at the end of this round, we're going to have a bonus question for five points. But in this round, every question is worth the number of the question. I heard my dog barking in the background. Here we go, folks. Question number one. All entertainment, multiple choice questions. What real-life killer inspired Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho, the movie Psycho? Name the real-life killer that inspired the movie Psycho. Is it A, Joel Rifkin, B, Richard Speck, C, Ed Gein, or D, Charles Manson? Which one of those four? Real-life killer inspired Alfred Hitchcock's movie Psycho. Choices one more time. A, Joel Rifkin, B, Richard Speck, C, Ed Gein, G-E-I-N, or D, Charles Manson, which one of those four, for one point, inspired Psycho. Make your guess now, as I awkwardly stare at you. Having a good time? I'm having a good time. During all this craziness. You gotta break it up, guys. You gotta get into a structure, get into a routine. That's what gets you through the day. All right, two more questions to go, then a bonus question. Question number two. For two points. Which of Seinfeld's four main characters did not appear in the first episode? Which of Seinfeld's four main characters did not appear in the show's first episode? Here are your choices, obviously. A, Kramer. B, George. C, Jerry. Or D, Elaine. Any Seinfeld fans out there? There are entire trivia shows dedicated to Seinfeld. Which of Seinfeld's four main characters did not, that's the international symbol for not, did not appear in the show's first episode? Is it A, Kramer, B, George, C, Jerry, or D, Elaine? Write down your answers. We got one more question to go. 
I'm going to do is I'm going to read the final question, and then I'm going to go back and give you the answers. And then once I'm done, I'll give you the bonus question. And then you have to write down the answer for that. So here's your final question in this round before we do the bonus. Question number three. What British rock band pioneered the use of the light show? Not laser light show. Light show. What British rock band pioneered the use of the light show? There are lasers involved, but the technical term is light show. Is it A, Pink Floyd? B, The Beatles? C, Led Zeppelin? Or D, The Who? Once again, if you were a little younger, you may have no idea what I'm talking about. But hopefully you do. British rock band pioneered the use of the light show. A, Pink Floyd. B, The Beatles. C, Led Zeppelin. Or D, The Who. This will be worth three points. Write down your answers. Hope you're having a good time. I'm Steve. Nice to meet you. Here are the answers. All right, so I'm going to give you the answers from one through three. And then we're going to go back, and I will give you a bonus question. And that'll be worth five points. But for now, each question is worth the number of the question. So question number one, for one point, what real-life killer inspired Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho? The answer? It's C, Ed Gein. Yeah, Ed Gein is the name of the serial killer. Hey, a fun fact about a serial killer. <laughs> um, the novel from which the film was adapted is loosely based on the notorious murders, murderer, rather, Ed Gein. Um, like Norman Bates, Gein had a domineering mother to whom he kept a shrine and dressed in women's clothes. Gein lived just 40 miles from psycho author Robert Block. So he took what uh, really happened, dressed it up a little bit, and then made the movie. And then they made a remake of it uh, a little later on, uh, which was pretty interesting. Moving on, question number two. So that was worth one point if you got it. Number two, which of the Seinfeld's four main characters did not appear in the show's first episode? What do you think? Hmm? What was that? I didn't hear you. All right. The answer? That would be D. Yeah, Elaine. Elaine was not in the first episode. Um, here's your fun fact. During a 2014 Reddit um, Ask Me Anything, Jerry Seinfeld admitted that both he and co-creator Larry David were surprised by how Seinfeld earned its show-about-nothing moniker. Um, the pitch for the show, the real pitch, uh, that, Larry and, that he said Larry and I did in uh, 1988, uh, was that they wanted to show how a comedian gets his material, and I believe it was actually called the Seinfeld Chronicles when it first started, but there was a TV show called the Marshall Chronicles happening at the same time, but that lasted for like, a, I don't know, five or six episodes, I'm not sure. it lasted for one season, and then it just became Seinfeld, they didn't want to confuse the two. So yeah, the show about nothing was just a joke in an episode many years later, and um, they were both surprised that it got known as that, but really the whole show is about how a comedian... Uh, gets his material. So there you go. Alright, so that was worth two points. Question number three. For three points. 
the British rock band that pioneered the use of the light show. Here comes your answer. It's A, Pink Floyd. Yeah. I think anybody who grew up in the 70s, early 80s uh, has been to a Laser Floyd show, either there or at the Planetarium, <laughs> one of the two. Um, so yeah, Pink Floyd for three points, if you got that answer, that was, uh, that was A, here's your fun fact. Now, if you're a Pink Floyd fan, you probably already know this answer, but this is something I've actually always wondered. How did they get their name, Pink Floyd? Um, let's see here, the names Pink and Floyd come from the two of Sid Barrett's favorite Carolina blues men, Pink Anderson and Floyd Council. Merge those two together, you got Pink Floyd. So yep, it's all based on the blues. All right, so that was three points. Now do your math, okay, do all the math there. Add it to the previous ones. All right, guys, so here we go. This is going to be your bonus question, okay? It's going to be worth five points. You don't lose any points if you get it wrong. If you get it right, you're going to add five points to your score. Here we go. For a bonus five points, this is going to be an either-or. Very simple. It's one or the other. For five bonus points, what Dallas business was founded earlier? Was it GameStop or was it Blockbuster? Right? Those are one of your two choices. For five points, you get this right, you get five points. Name the Dallas business that was founded earlier. Earlier. Was it GameStop or was it Blockbuster? Which one of those two do you think is the answer? I'll give you a chance. While you're thinking about it, um, you see, kids, Blockbuster was a uh, video store. You'd have to get up and go to a video store, choose something. GameStop was kind of similar. You had to buy video games. Strange world before all this stuff happened. So what do you think? GameStop or Blockbuster? Which came first for five points? You ready for your answer? Did you choose? Here we go. It's GameStop. Yeah, GameStop was first. Here's a fun fact. In 1983, Texas entrepreneurs James McCurry and Gary Cousin opened a software store named Babbage's. Remember that one? And that was named after 19th century computer pioneer Charles Babbage. Obscure. Um, they opened at a Dallas shopping mall in 1994. Okay. The company merged with software, etc., before being acquired by Barnes & Noble in 1999 and changing its name to GameStop. Executive Dan DiMatteo took the name after Bookstop, a chain he remembered from the 1980s. So there you go, folks. There it is. Five points, and that's the whole shooting match. All right, guys. Well, I hope you had some fun. At this point, you should be doing math, all right? And you guys can figure out your own scores because I don't want to. All right. <laughs> Thanks so much for hanging out with you guys. My name is Steve. This has been...
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.